afternoon, members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church. This is Elmira and you. I'm Pastor Scott. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. I'm hoping to get back into the saddle with twice weekly updates, sometimes Monday, sometimes Tuesday, and then on Thursday or Friday each week, just to let you know what happened in the previous weekend and then what you can expect in the upcoming weekend. This past weekend, we had with us John Nordstrom and his friend Earl. They recently had taken a trip to Ghana, West Africa, where they ministered to Pastor Felix Arma and his church. I can't give you all the details. You'll want to see the video. You'll want to see also or listen to uh, Brother Nordstrom's testimony of God's work on that trip. Those have been posted. The testimony of John Nordstrom has been posted to Sermon Audio. Look for the uh, Sunday School lesson on November 13th. And the testimony of Felix Arma, Pastor Felix Arma, has been posted to the church's YouTube channel, I believe. And uh, you can see those there. He also is with us on Sunday morning. He preached to us and Sunday night he talked about Cuba and preached to us a second time. Again, let me encourage you to go to Sermon Audio or to our Facebook page and catch up on what he had to say if you missed it. If you were in the nursery or maybe you were ministering to our children in the children and junior church programs, let me encourage you as well to go back and watch those. From time to time, I'd like to address a social issue or a political issue from a biblical standpoint. And the topic today is a, a term comes from uh, a, a famous political writer named George Orwell. He called it doublespeak. That's to say one thing and have it mean something completely different. So because it was Coined, that term doublespeak was coined by George Orwell. We often call it Orwellian doublespeak. So, for example, the Inflation Reduction Act that was recently passed by Congress actually does nothing significant to reduce inflation. So then why do you call it an Inflation Reduction Act? Well, because people were concerned about inflation and they wanted to appear to be doing something. So they called the bill, which won't actually do anything about inflation, the Inflation Reduction Act. Doublespeak actually takes it beyond that, a step beyond, and you call something one thing and it really means something almost opposite. The most recent political example of this is government officials who say democracy is dying and then complain about the Dobbs versus Jackson decision. Because what the Dobbs versus Jackson decision did was not outlaw abortion. By the way, abortion is barbaric. It's the murder of a child in the child's mother's womb. But the Dobbs decision didn't change that. All the Dobbs decision said was, we should return this to the people, this decision to the people. That is democracy. Now, uh, we don't belong to a democracy. We belong to a constitutional republic a representative republic where we vote on our representatives. But we're talking about democracy in the sense of people deciding. All the Dobbs decision did was return it to, to return that decision to the people almost 50 years ago now. 
nine unelected judges had told the entire United States that abortion would be legal pretty much for any reason, especially early in a woman's pregnancy. And there was nothing we could do about that. That is the death of democracy. The Dobbs decision just returned that to the people. And then you had people making a noise about how it was so terrible. They're talking about the death of democracy. The death of democracy is when a small elite decide for the rest of America. That's what the death of democracy is. The Dobbs decision is the rebirth, if you will, of democracy. Now, as Christians, we have our work cut out for us. Because if you paid attention to this last election just a week ago, you're aware that pro-life bills were defeated in every case. And pro-death bills, those bills that increased or at least enshrined into law or even state constitutions a woman's right to abort her child. Those all passed. So the Dobbs decision didn't win for us a victory. What it did was it led us back onto the battlefield. Now we need to be winsome and vociferous and clear-sighted proponents of life. We need to help people understand that if babies in the womb could vote, every pro-life bill would pass and every pro-abortion bill would fail. The reason that it's so easy for us in our selfish and conceited condition to vote against pro-life bills and for pro-abortion bills is because so often we don't see the baby. And I mean that. With our eyes, we cannot see the baby. We can see that a lady is expecting. We understand that there's a baby there, but we don't see that baby. Someone suggested we should kill our children, born children. We would find that revolting. We would find that abhorrent because we can see those children. But somehow, if we can hide those children within the mother's body, then it becomes okay. So let's be careful, let's be clear that abortion is the death of a child. It's just a child that we cannot yet see. And somehow, that makes it easier for sinners, and I'm a sinner, and you're a sinner, it makes it easier for sinners who cannot see that life to devalue that life. But it is not democracy to let nine judges decide. That is not democracy. Don't listen to those who are calling out that democracy is dying and then at the same time decry the Dobbs decision. If you believe that democracy is important, and I mean again by that democracy, letting people decide, letting people choose the representatives who decide, then the Dobbs decision is one of the most pro-democracy decisions of my lifetime. I also want to share with you today a little bit of music that was recently performed by Our Lady. So without further ado, The Banner of His Name.
Again, that was the ladies of Elmira Baptist Church singing the banner of your name. Let me read to you today before I close a letter that I received from AAA Ministries. This is from John Nordstrom. He was with us Sunday. And I quote, Dear Elmira Baptist Church, Thank you for your love and support over the years. Kathy and I truly feel that we are not only an extension of Elmira, but a part of the congregation. It has been great to see the growth of the facility over the past 65 years and the spiritual growth of each of its members. We love you very much. Before I ramble, let me begin by saying thank you for your love, prayers, and financial giving towards AAA Ministries. We will finish this year in the black again. Several years ago, I decided to interpret God's willingness to continue this ministry by whether the funding continued or not. Though within the year I may have a month in the red, we have always finished the year in the black. Thus, here we go again. During these recent years, AAA Ministries has seen hundreds of people make professions of faith. Today, AAA Ministries looks different from when we first began, but the bottom line has always been souls. Our recent trip to Ghana yielded some 600 professions of faith. In January, we will return to Cuba for our seventh time. Our summer program at Calvary Baptist Church grew from the previous summer, and this fall we begin a door hangers club for those younger munchkins between the ages of 10 and 12. Our gospel sewing teams have grown over the past five years. Here we take out a select core of young people into the streets and show them how to sow the gospel. None of these ideas were around 20 years ago when AAA Ministries began. I've learned to stand still and let God open the doors. Continue to pray for our health. As we get older, the parts wear down faster. We both love you and we ask that you continue your prayers for AAA Ministries. John and Kathy. I hope that we will be able to continue supporting AAA Ministries for many years to come. 
This has been Elmira and you for Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. You can join us. Tomorrow we'll meet for a time of Bible study and prayer at 7 o'clock. Also, we meet on Sundays at 9.45 for Sunday school, 11 o'clock for morning worship, and 5 o'clock for evening worship. We meet at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. Join me later this week for another edition of Elmira and You.